Welcome to the Mettler Marketing Podcast, where we will talk about marketing strategies and tactics to grow your practice. I am your host, Linda Mettler, and I have worked with dental practices for several years now, and I want to share my knowledge and experience with you so that you can gain valuable and actionable steps on how to grow your practice. We will talk about the latest and greatest in marketing, feature some guest speakers so that you can hear firsthand what is and is not working, and help you unravel the complexities of the digital marketing world. I work really closely with my clients, so we will also delve into some other issues that affect your practice from time to time, such as staffing problems, COVID protocols, and similar issues. Good morning, this is Linda Mettler. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mettler Marketing Podcast and for sharing these episodes with your friends and colleagues. This morning, I want to chat a little bit about a couple of conversations, actually two conversations that I had last week, and one was with my son, and what the other was with one of my dental clients in Denver. And actually, we are going to hear from this dental, um, this dentist on one of our upcoming episodes. His name is Dr. Escala. But I want to start with the conversation with my son. And just a quick note here, probably this episode is going to resonate more with maybe some of you you younger dentists, maybe maybe the under 40 crowd, but uh, hopefully it resonates a little bit with everybody. So I saw my son last week. Uh, he lives in New York. And he's at a little bit of a, he's in the very early stages of his career. He is in uh, sports law. He's a lawyer, uh, recent, recently became a lawyer, and he's pursuing a career in sports law. He eventually wants to be a sports agent or possibly a general counsel, you know, for a major league team, either NFL or NBA. So that's that's his passion. His passion is sports. And he got his law degree because he knew that to get ahead and, you know, and do what he wanted to do, that he needed to understand contracts and negotiation and certain as- legal aspects. So he decided to go the distance and get his law degree. And of course, I'm very proud of him for doing that. But we had an interesting conversation because he has been working for a top uh, Major League Baseball franchise for the past year uh, as a contract liaison or contract analyst, actually. He's a liaison between the legal team and another department. And he's looking to, he's recently passed the bar. So, of course, he is looking to, you know, move up and get an associate position at this sports franchise where he works. Uh, but he's also has spent many, many years um, without a whole lot of money, uh, kind of living as a student for, for several years now. And he's at a crossroads because staying in sports, sports does not pay as much, even, even if you're a lawyer, does not pay as much as, say, going to a traditional law firm. So if he were to go to a traditional firm, gosh, he'd he'd make, you know, probably between $150,000 and $200,000 a year just right off the bat, just as as a junior associate even. And that looks very appealing to him right now because most of his friends and classmates and peers are 
are in that income bracket and he is significantly less. Uh, the sports, sports world does not pay that much at a lower level where he is down at the junior associate level. But he is so passionate in sports. He loves his job. He loves what he does. He's excited going to work every day. He has a lot of great perks. And he knows that if he goes to work for a traditional law firm in litigation, that he won't be happy. He doesn't want to do litigation. And he also knows that his first five years or three years, he'd at least, he'd be stuck doing research and working about 80 hours a week. And none of that is appealing to him. But the money is good. So we had this conversation last week, and I actually encouraged him to keep following his passion, keep following his dreams. Of course, he's got to keep moving up and be strategic and look for new opportunities where he can make a little more money because he does need to be able to support himself and hopefully someday a family. But I don't want him to give up on his dreams. I want him to follow his passion because I'm old enough to know that if you love what you do, it's not work, right? It's it's who you are. Your career becomes who you are. And I'm hoping that's how you feel as a dentist as well. Uh, you went to school for a long time, uh, sacrificed, uh, put in many, many hours, many years to become a dentist. And hopefully that's your identity and you're doing what you love and you love what you do. And I know that sounds very cliche and very basic, but that's what I'm really hoping for you and for everybody. But I see a lot of the younger dentists coming out of school these days, and not just dentists, actually, dental hygienists as well. I see, I see people coming out of school, of course, with a lot of student loan debt, as my son has. And, you know, the opportunities are fewer than they used to be, right? It used to be very easy to find a dental practice looking for an associate. It used to be easy to, you know, get into that practice, practice for a couple years, and then buy out that practice from that, that dentist, you know, easier to get financing. These days, it's not as easy. Uh, financing is hard to get. People don't want as much debt. It takes a lot to run a practice on your own. You have to have a lot of business acumen as well. So I see a lot of younger dentists, a lot of people coming out of school and going into the corporate dentistry world. And the money is, is very attractive, especially right up front. You can come out, you can join a practice, you can make good money, you don't have any overhead, you don't have any more practice financing or debt you have to take on, and it looks very, very attractive. But here's what I also see. I see a few years down the road, maybe three to five years down the road, people being very unhappy because you actually work for a larger corporation. You work for somebody else. Your life is not your own. Your time is not your own. You don't get to build the practice of your dreams, of your passion. You are basically just a worker bee, a dental worker bee for somebody else. So you need to weigh that. Um, you know, you went to school because you were passionate about dentistry. You went into this field for that reason. So make sure that if you take that path, that you know where it leads and Maybe you take that path for a short term. You know, maybe you have to. Maybe you take that path and the 
corporate dental world. And I'm not really knocking the corporate dentistry world at all because it's a great fit for some people. You know, for some people who don't want the headaches and expense and hassle of running their own business and financing their own practice and managing employees, it's a great, great route. But make sure you're in an office where you can, you know, you, you can, you know, live your dream and live your passion and help people. Uh, that's what dentistry is about. You're about helping people. You're about making people have better, better form and function with their oral health and giving them great smiles and improving their self-confidence. But make sure that you're doing that for yourself as well along the way. Make sure you're living your passion and your dreams. And now I want to tell you about the conversation that I had with Dr. Escala in Denver just just week before last as well. And it was really the same conversation. And what he told me, and I'm going to do an interview with him in our upcoming podcast and let him tell you for himself. But basically what he told me was that, you know, before COVID, he had a complete dental family. I mean, great patients, loved his staff. He had the same staff for several years. Everything was just going great. And then, of course, as all of you know, COVID shifted everything for all of us. Shifted how we work. It shifted how we think. It shifted how we practice. And it had the same effects for him. And post-COVID, of course, he is struggling with the challenge of staffing, like every dental office is right now. Everybody's struggling with staffing. Very hard to find staff. Very hard to keep staff. And to pay them... I mean, you know, hygienists and assistants are making double what they used to make pre-COVID for various reasons that we can get into on another another episode. But what he told me was he was really facing some challenging times and he had to really sit down and think about, you know, did he want to sell out his practice to a DSO because DSOs are contacting him constantly uh, to pick up his practice or did he want to regroup and, you know, just kind of get a whole new plan together and move forward and keep building, rebuilding the practice of his dreams, what he went to school for? And he told me that what makes one of the things that makes him so sad about the staffing challenges is that he sees so many people coming into the dental industry only for money and not because they really care about helping people or because they're passionate about that field. And he is very, very passionate about helping people. So I was super happy when he told me that he decided to, you know, regroup and, and follow his dream and his passion for dentistry and for helping people, because that's really what he's about. And that's where his heart is. And it's who he is. And it's a big part of who he is, is, you know, being a dentist, a dentist that helps people. So if you're passionate and that's your passion, follow your dreams, follow your passion. There will definitely be challenges. Dr. Escala is facing them. My son is facing them. You know, there's, there's challenges. There's economic challenges, business challenges, personal challenges, but it's all worth it if you do what you love and love what you do. You can get through those challenges. And at, on the other side, you'll have the career and the practice of your dreams. You'll have it because you will create it. 
Somebody else won't create it. You will create it. You will have it. You will make that practice what you want it to be. And you need to find your way, you know, through those challenges. And a lot of you have certain niches or certain areas of dentistry that you love more than others. Maybe you find out that you, you know, really love working with kids and you want to further your education and career and become a pedi, pedi, pedo dent, dentist, pediatric dentist is what I'm trying to say. Uh, you know, some of you want to become an orthodontist. Some of you love implants and, you know, working with some of the older people. Uh, you know, I, I do a lot of work with Brighter Way Institute in Arizona, and they work with a lot of veterans. And man, they are so, so passionate about it. They live for it. They have a new center for implantology, and they love giving these veterans who have just had so many struggles with oral health, they love giving them a new smile. So find that area of dentistry that you love. You probably already have. Uh, I'm probably preaching to the choir here, but my point is follow your dreams, follow your passion, let your career be who you are. Don't be a worker bee. Don't do that. Now, again, if working in the corporate dental world works for you and you're passionate about that and you like being a part of a big, bigger team, but letting somebody else handle, you know, the the higher level issues and staffing and running a business, that's awesome. That's great. And I support you doing that and encourage you to do that. But only if that is what is in your heart and what you truly want to do. Uh, but most of you, I think, really want to have your own dental practice, you know, create something, create your own business. And that is what is so wonderful about the field of dentistry is that you can create your own business you can create your own life while you're being, you know, a giving, caring, passionate individual and helping so many other people. You have a wonderful, wonderful, you know, field of, of career, career field here. And I want to see you maximize it. So do what you can. Follow your dreams. Make it through the, the struggles and the challenges. Right now, you know, we're past COVID, some of those challenges, but we still, you know, we're kind of on the on the brink of recessionary and inflationary times. So economics are definitely a struggle for everybody right now. But it'll make you a stronger person if you keep following your dreams, keep practicing great dentistry, keep remember that, you know, a big part of why you're in this profession is to help other people. So I encourage you for that. If you need help along the way with some of those logistics or you know, any practice management issues, marketing, staffing, any of those things, please feel free to reach out, give me a call, you know, um, email me, hit me up on social media. I'm super easy to find. And I hope this has been helpful for you. And please um, stay on the, on the lookout. I'm going to have that interview with Dr. Escala coming up just in the next couple of episodes. So, all right. So take care. Remember, if you want, go out there, practice, practice with passion today. So, and remember that if you want to have a great day, you have got to make it a great day. Are you committed to the growth of your practice? Mettler Marketing can help at Mettler Marketing. 
We help dental practices gain new patients, increase referrals, and maximize patient retention with customized marketing solutions tailored to fit your needs. Visit www.mettlermarketing.com to schedule a free consultation and learn how we can help grow your practice. Thank you for tuning in to the Mettler Marketing Podcast. Please share this episode with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to be a guest on our show, visit MettlerMarketing.com and drop us a note. Remember to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast and help our show reach more listeners.